Hey friends, thanks for tuning in to Cup of Joy, the podcast. I'm your host, Heidi B, and on this show, we'll talk truth on tough topics to help you normalize and navigate the junk and invite you to choose epic joy on the daily. Because let's be honest, life gets to be a whole lot of both. We'll jam on beliefs, breakups, body image, and so much more to create breakthroughs and become the truest you. Like my mama B always says, put a smile on your face and joy in your heart. Let's start. Let's talk about the goods, love language, and why it's important. So this is not like the book, Your Love Language, like go exploring your love language. I actually want to read that if anybody wants to read it with me. But today I want to talk about the power of our thoughts. So our thoughts create our reality. Our thoughts create um, so much of what actually appears in everyday life. And so I know that I've taken my thoughts and the things that I say inside my head and the things that come out of my mouth, all the words, I've taken my language and I've really been diligent about the phrases in which I use. Words are so powerful. Words and thoughts create our realities. So, and they're all tied to our belief system and what we believe is what comes true for us. So we've really got to work on repatterning what the thoughts are and what the spoken words are. So I just want to give you guys a quick few phrases today that have completely shifted and changed my emotional being so that you can start being aware of when these things are coming up in your life, how they're popping up. And that's all I want you to do this week. I just want you to start being aware of where you're using certain words and acknowledge the fact that they have so much power in your life. So we're going to first just be aware this week. Everybody in the Thrive Thrive group, the Joy Vibe tribe, we're doing eight weeks of Thrive. So we're really working on shifting and changing our energy, being aware, getting into alignment, and shifting and changing to elevate our energy to better ourselves for eight weeks. I love this group so much. I'm so glad that you guys are here. I'm so glad that we get to do morning routines together, that we get to do lives together, that we get to do book clubs together. If you don't know what I'm talking about, you need to head on over to Joy Vibe Tribe on Facebook. Join that private group and get in on all the goodies. We're doing it for eight weeks. It's absolutely free. So here are the words that have shifted and changed my emotional state over time. This takes practice, you guys. This takes practice and the commitment to being willing to allow these new thought patterns and these new ways of being into your life. So let's start being aware of where we're using our language. And sometimes it's not spoken. Sometimes it's literally just the millions and millions of thoughts that are going through this piece of equipment all day long. There's so many messages being generated. There's so many stories being created. And sometimes they're truths and sometimes they're stories. So I also want you to start being aware of all the stories that your busy brain is getting you involved in that are holding you back from your highest, most elevated self, from your best life. For years, I told myself so many stories that held me back from showing up so much brighter in this world. And now I give two hoots. If you don't believe what I'm saying, that's okay. It's worked for me. So (laughs) 
Try it on for size, see if it works for you, and go from there. So here are the phrases. I'm just going to knock them out for you guys. You can jot them down, you can watch the replay. And over the next couple of days this week, I just want you to notice where these are popping up. And then as you start to pick up on where they're popping up, I want you to replace it with something that is more in alignment, that is more you, that is more the truer version of who you wanna be. We've gotta start acting as if we're already the person we wanna be, because it tells our bodies and our belief system that it is possible. And if we continue to shove different thought patterns and speak different words out into the universe, what we focus on expands, and those things are going to be the only thing that we see the only thing that we embody and the only thing that we call in. So let's start calling in some, dif some different things. How about that, right? So regardless of where you're at in your life, I know a lot of people have a shit storm happening with a lot of things that have been happening in the world, possibly just in your life. We cannot control the unexpected, but we can control how we respond to life, not react, Let's get out of reaction mode and let's get into response mode. We can take personal responsibility when we watch our thoughts, shift our thoughts, watch our language, shift our language. So here are the things. One of the phrases that I used to use when I was going through my divorce, if you're going through heartache and heartbreak, I'm here with you. I understand you break up if you've been through a breakup and maybe it's been 10 years since you've been through your breakup and it's still coming up for you um that's what i coach my clients on every single day because i've been through it and i've survived it and i've shifted my heartache into healing and it's so beautiful but i used to use the phrase why is this happening to me why is this happening to me and all that phrase why is this happening to me really gets us into victim mentality and maybe you feel or you have fallen victim to some things. But the only way to shift and change is to get ourselves out of that thought pattern and into what we want to be. So we have to get out of why is this happening to me and into what is this teaching me? What is this teaching me? I truly believe that there's a lesson to be learned in everything that's happening to us. Everything is happening for us. Everything is happening for us. If I did not go through my divorce five years ago, four years ago, five years ago, if I did not struggle with my body for over two decades, there is no way, there is no way that I could be doing the job that I love right now, which is food and body coaching, heartache and heartbreak coaching, relationship coaching. There's no way. So what is this teaching me? There's so many lessons that I've extracted from heartache. There's so many lessons that I've extracted from my body image issues. And I get to shift out of the victim mode and into my power and growth mode when I say, what is this teaching me? So this week, if you find yourself saying, why is this happening to me? Why does this always happen to me? Why am I always getting blah, 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 shit storms thrown at me? I want you to shift it. And I want you to start saying to yourself, what is this teaching me? What can I learn from this? How can I grow from this? I want you to take your power back, take your power back, own it, and go, there's some growth in this. Okay, I'm willing to look at it. I'm willing to look at it. I'm willing to sit in the shit, and I'm willing to use this to benefit my life. I'm no longer gonna sit in the victim mentality. I'm gonna own it, and I'm gonna say, what is this teaching me? This one's one of my favorites. I have to do this. I have to. 
I have to go to the grocery store. I have to do the laundry. I have to go to work. I have to go visit my family. I have to wake up at 7.30. I have to. So I want you guys to take your power back and I want you to use the phrase, I get to. I get to do the laundry. I get to go out on a walk. I get to wake up at 7.30 and connect with amazing women. That's what we do in the Joy Vibe Tribe. 7.30, little plug, Mondays and Fridays. Get in there. I get to go grocery shopping because I have the money to buy food. I get to play with my kids even though they're driving me freaking nuts and we've been together nonstop. I get to be with my boyfriend or my girlfriend or my neighbors or whoever during COVID. You're like two people that you get to see. I get to wear a mask to protect me. Thank God I have protection. I get to use hand sanitizer because our country has it. I get to do these things instead of I have to do these things. Do you guys feel the difference? Do you guys feel the difference? Yes. I get to is so empowering. I get to is gratitude. I think back to a time where um, I was actually in college and my high school teacher um, got in a tragic motorcycle accident. And he was like athletic and rode his motorcycle all the time and whatever. And every time still to this day when I go for a jog and I just don't feel like it, I'm just doing it to like, cause I know my body will feel better after I'm done type of a thing right? I think of him. I think of him. And I tell myself, you get to go for a jog. You get to use your legs today, Heidi. Some people can't speak, right? Some people can't see. I get to witness this. I get to be a part of this. So I want you to shift that. That's a really, really easy one. And we say it so often. I have to. I want you to find gratitude in everything that you do, even your shitty job, right? Maybe you feel like you have to go to your shitty job right now because it's the only option that you have. That's a conversation for another day. But I get to go to my job because it puts food on the table. I get to go to my job because um, because there's people there that actually care about me. I get to go to my job for whatever reason because it gives me variety in my life. We all know there's not much variety right now. We're kind of stuck around here, right? So the next one is I think, I think, well, I think I'll do that. Well, I think that we use our brains too much, okay? And our brains are built for safety. And this is why so many people feel stress, overwhelm, anxiety, because we're constantly ticking this thing. So instead of thinking about everything, I think, um, thinking is like uncertainty. I'm going to go back and I'm just going to reach and I'm going to ponder this over and over and over until I drive myself freaking crazy. I want you guys to replace I think with I know. I know that I want this. I know that I'm going here. I know that I'm doing this. Or instead of I think, I want you to use the phrase, I feel. I feel, I feel like that's not a good choice for me. I feel like that's gonna make me really happy. I feel uncertain. So I want you to start describing to people how you feel versus what you think. The next one is one of my favorites. It's the word enjoy. So I want you guys to think, how can I enjoy this moment more? You'll hear me speak on this over and over and over and over. I'm all about joy. But I want you to think about how the word enjoy is spelled. E-N-J-O-Y. So to me, are you going to be in joy? I-N-J-O-Y. Are you going to be in joy? Are you going to intentionally move and shift your energy into a space of joy and 
in be in joy or you're just going to enter into joy enjoy e-n-j-o-y is entering in to joy are you going to enter into joy because maybe you're feeling a little crappy you're going to enjoy this moment more did you know that you can shift a yucky situation into a less yucky it still may look yucky but it's less yucky we can do this by breathing in the moment i don't love this meeting that i'm sitting in this feels gross but it's more enjoyable. Sometimes at meetings, I used to just like, like stretch my legs under the table. Oh, I don't wanna be sitting here anymore, but I can stretch my legs. We can take moments and we can make them more enjoyable, enter into joy, or you can already be in joy and you can make it more enjoyable, shift into presence, be super present. How does it taste? How does it sound? How does it feel? How can I make this moment even more enjoyable and be in joy as much as possible? Some ways that I am in joy is, I will crank up the tunes when I'm working. I have a favorite station on Pandora called Coffee Shop. It's cover bands. Or I'll take a break during the day and I will either put my headphones in or crank up the tunes and I'll bounce on my trampoline or I'll go for a little walk just around the block before I return onto my next call. We always have the opportunity to be in joy as much as possible. All right, so another phrase that I use, and I used to have this one come up all the time when I was living by myself, is I feel lost. I feel lost. I feel alone. I feel lost and I feel alone. I want you guys to shift your lost and alone into I will listen. I will listen. When we feel lost, it's just this lack of direction. And it's usually because our busy brains are trying to navigate something that's unnavigatable, making up words. It's difficult to navigate. We're focusing on how hard it is. So we're constantly feeling lost. The, the internal GPS has been turned off. It's like, it's like when you lose service on your Google Maps, on your phone, you're like, shit, I feel lost. I've never had to, I haven't had to navigate um, these roads by myself in a really long time. I'm so lost. And then we can stop and we can rephrase this. Instead of I'm so lost, I'm so alone, I want you to say, I will listen, I will listen. We need to get still and quiet and listen and take a beat. How many times have you been lost on the road? I've been lost quite a few times. My boyfriend calls me Magellan because I get lost all the time. But now when I feel lost, I just pull over, take a breath, lean into what feels like it is the right direction, know that I can always stop and ask for directions, and then I head that way. But so often we just try to rush, 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 and we're like frantic, like, what do I do next? What do I do next? The house is on fire. Ah! We're all crazy instead of just stopping and listening. So if you're feeling lost, I invite you to listen this week. Just listen to your intuition. Get still. Be present. All right. This one is key. I don't have time for that. I'm going to do a separate live called Rebrand Your Busy, but... How many people say, I don't have time for that. I just, I don't have time. I don't have time for that. I don't have time for that. I don't have time for that. I'm too busy. I'm too busy. I don't have time for that. Every time you say, I don't have time for that, I actually want you to say, it's not a priority for me right now. Ooh, what I know to be true is anything that I need to and want to spend time on, I will make time. I will make freaking time. I will find it. I'll move things around. I'll tell people they get less time and this gets more time. 
It's always our choice. So if you find yourself saying, I don't have time for that, I want you to actually say to yourself, yeah, rebrand your busy. Exactly. We've got to rebrand our busy. Um, if you say, I don't have time for that, what I really want you to do is it's not a priority for me in this moment. It's not a priority for me in this moment. And then I want you to feel in your body, how does that feel? Ooh, is that a gut hit? Is that Does that hurt to say this is not a priority for me right now? Does it hurt to tell your friend, I, I, you're not a priority for me right now? And it's not to hurt their feelings, it's to tap into your truth. It's to tap into your truth. There's always time. It's just how we choose to use it. So I want you to start rebranding your busy and asking yourself these questions. And it's not to make you feel guilty or shame yourself. If you haven't made that a priority for today, let's be good with that. Let's be good with that. I tell a lot of friends very all, all the time, and maybe some of you watching are like, yeah, she does. I've created some serious boundaries with friends and saying, I got to go right now. Last night I was talking to somebody on the phone and we could have talked for two hours. And I said, I, I want to start dinner, right? I want to start dinner right now. My boyfriend's going to be home in five minutes and I want to have the dinner like ready to go. That was my priority. So I cut off the conversation and I was like, I love talking to you. Got to go. Right. But so often we just like let things carry on and carry on when it's not in alignment. All right. Soon is not a start date. You guys, I did a post on this a while ago, so I'm going to breeze over this, but soon is not a start date. I want you to stop using the word soon. Hey, let's get together soon. Yeah, I'm going to do the laundry soon. Yeah, I'm going to I'm going to plan that vacation soon. I'm going to start that um I'm going to I'm going to join that group soon. I'm going to meet new friends soon. Soon is not a start date. Soon is not a start date. Commit it. Commit to a date, time, place or don't say it at all. Don't say it at all. Because soon is an unfulfilled promise. There's no commitment. And what happens when we're not committed? We don't show up. We don't show up for ourselves. And then when we don't show up for ourselves, we break the trust that we have being built within ourselves. And then what happens when we break the trust? When we don't have trust, then we think we have to control everything. So stop using the word soon. Commit to the date and time and place or say, you know what? I don't know right now. I'm going to check my calendar and then I'm going to let you know Tuesday by noon what that date is. I want you to commit to committing to the date. Commit or don't say it at all. My mom actually brought this to my attention one time. She said, Heidi, you make all these promises to people all the time. They're so excited to spend time with you. And then you never get on your calendar. And they're like, she said she would do all these things. Wow. I'm so glad my mom said that to bring that to my attention that I was making unfulfilled promises by using the word soon. Ew. I want to be somebody that commits to herself and somebody commit that commits to others. So I apologize to those of you who I said I would be here at 1030 and I didn't, but I was with a client and she needed me and I'm okay with that. And I recommitted to you guys to 1230. That's okay too. That's okay too. All right. So, um, the last one is one that I, that I'm playing with right now. So I want you to play with it. I'm staying curious about this one, but I think that it's pretty powerful and it's the word hope. I hope that I can do that. I hope we can get together. 
I hope that I can shift and change my thoughts. I hope that I'll get that house one day. I hope that I'll have the career that I want. See how powerless the word hope is? It's just like, oh, cross the fingers, cross the toes, cross the eyes. Maybe it will come to me instead of being intentional. I know that's coming. So instead of I hope, I want you to act as if you're already there. Be empowered, be empowered. And I want you to say, I'm so excited for. I want you to receive what you desire. I want you to receive what you're hoping for before you've given up on it. If you're saying hope, you've given up on it already. So instead, hold the vision and two things. You can say, instead of I hope that, I want you to say, I'm excited for, receive it before it's already here, or I'm in the process of getting there. I'm in the process of shifting my career. I'm in the process of nurturing my body. I'm in the process of meeting my ideal partner. I'm in the process of, or I'm so excited to eventually have the career that I desire. I'm so excited to be creating the career that I desire. I'm so excited to meet those new incredible friends. I'm so excited. Do you guys see the difference? The shift in energy. If we hope, we're just like, oh, maybe I'll get there. But if we know I'm excited for, I can't wait, I'm in the process of, that's the power of our language. I want you to start using all these love languages this week. First, be aware of the ones that are popping up for you and then start shifting and changing them. So let's regroup. Why is this happening to me? We're gonna say, what is this teaching me? What is this teaching me? I have to, we're gonna shift this into, I get to. I think versus I know and I feel. I can either enjoy this or I can enjoy this. I feel lost, I feel alone. Switch that to, I'm listening, I'm listening. I don't know, mm, I don't know, to if I did know, what would it be? If you did know, what would it be? We didn't cover that one. Soon is not a start date. Commit to the date or don't say it at all, okay? I hope we're shifting that out for, I'm so excited for, and I'm in the process of. I believe that it's already there. I believe I can receive it already. It's already mine. Take it. You guys take these things. Take these things and create your life. We're no longer waiting for things to happen every single day through our thoughts and our words. We are shifting and changing our feelings, which are directly connected to our belief system and our beliefs create our realities. Our beliefs create our realities. So we've got to shift and change the thought patterns and the language that we're using to let our belief system know that we're willing to go in a different direction. I hope this has been so helpful. Do you guys have any questions on this? Yeah. Oh, I love that, Sandy. The word hope was thought to us as a beautiful word, but is so vague and doesn't actually serve us. I love this. Yeah. I mean, my niece's name is Hope, so I love the word hope. And I do know that there's, there's um, a strong sense behind that, but I think that there's more power and intention behind the knowing. So can there be hope and excitement and knowing, right? I love this. 
Wow, we've already gone for 24 minutes. This is incredible. You guys, thank you so much for watching. Again, for those of you who are looking for more of this, we are in the Joy Vibe Tribe on Facebook. You just have to search it and request to join. Um, I'm betting everybody. Oh, oh my gosh, Christine, yes. My niece's name is Hope. And it's like, I absolutely love that name. I absolutely love that name. I always say like, if I ever had a daughter, which I don't plan on having kids, um, but if I did, and anybody who is, please name your next child, your next daughter, Joy. I would totally name my daughter, Joy. Uh, I love that so much. Hope is such a beautiful name. And hope is such a beautiful thing. I just want you guys to have the opportunity to invite the language to empower you that much more. So hope can empower you, but I think like the knowing can take you to the next level. I hope that makes sense. There's absolutely nothing wrong with hope. There is nothing wrong with it. Create that deep sense of knowing. Be aware this week. Be aware this week and try these on for size. I would love for you guys to come back in or DM me if you're on Instagram or Facebook. You can private message me, DM me with any of the tools that you have used and let me know what your experience is. If you have other language, other words that you've been shifting and playing with, drop those in. Let us know what you're trying on for size. It's such a beautiful thing. I had a miscarriage before having her and my mother-in-law suggested the name and it just clicked. Oh my gosh, Christine, that is so beautiful. That is so beautiful. It is a perfect fit. That is an absolutely perfect fit. Oh, you guys, I love this work. I love all of you. And I want you to go out into the world, shine your light bright and love yourselves healthy. Thanks so much for tuning in. If you love what you heard, please take a quick second to screenshot this episode and share it with someone that you know would love it. Connecting with you brings sunshine to my soul. So let's continue the conversation on Instagram at joyfullybe. Drop me a message question, or share your own Junk to Joy story with me. Remember that joy is contagious. You can help me spread it by leaving a little buzz, aka a review, on Apple Podcast. To learn more about Cup of Joy the Podcast and my soulful services, visit cupofjoythepodcast.com. Chat soon!